You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What's up, everybody? I got a big announcement for you. So last week, I said that we were doing a raffle of the Fender MTG Tube Tremolo pedal with the benefits going to the Lake Street Council, which is taking every dollar that it gets and helping rebuild businesses and nonprofits on Lake Street in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And also another organization called the Legal Rights Center, which is basically a law firm that provides no cost legal counsel to, well, to anybody really, but their focus is on juveniles of color. So those are the two organizations and nothing has changed in that regard. We are still doing a raffle to benefit those organizations. However, a bunch of builders saw what was going on, saw that we were trying to do something cool, and we have stepped it up. We have stepped it up in a huge way. So now we have a massive jackpot grand prize that one person is going to win. One person is going to get all of this stuff, and it is big. So let's read it off. First, we have a Jennings Guitars Navigator. Yeah, Jennings, the you know custom builder out of California, makes amazing stuff. Navigator's their T-style guitar. I have one. It is awesome. It's one of the best guitars I've ever played. It's fantastic. Everything I've played that Chad has made is tremendous. He's been on the show. Look him up. It's an amazing prize. But that's not all. Here's the list. We also got a 1981 Inventions DRV, a Recovery Effects White Gold, a Land Devices HP2, a Keeley Electronics Dino Myroto, a Tomcat Pedals Cloudy, a Big Ear Pedals L, a Chuck Pedals Tachyon, a Rude Tech 3 Muff 14, a Mythos Pedals Herculean, a Fender MTG Tube Tremolo, yes, the one that started this whole thing, and nine sinusoid patch cables to assemble this all together. So yeah, you're getting an, an amazing custom guitar that will be built for you, and uh, you'll get to pick the color and all that jazz, you know, within certain parameters, of course, but, you know, hey, that's pretty cool. And all of those pedals. So... Yes, it's a massive, massive prize. Huge thanks to everybody who stepped up, saw what was going on, and was like, hey, I want to throw my hat in this ring. And apologies to some of the builders that saw this a little bit late, and we were already kind of up and running. This community is so incredibly generous, and I'm so thankful to be a part of it. This is just amazing. But one winner is going to get all of this stuff. And how you enter is go to pedalraffle.com. And you will see all the details. You'll see links to both of those organizations where you can donate. And then you send your donation receipts, some screenshots or whatever, to pedalgiveaway at gmail.com. Every dollar you donate counts as one entry into the contest. So you need to make sure and send those receipts as proof. And so we can see how many entries you get. So, yeah. This is really rad. We've already raised over five grand for these organizations, and this is just it's just blowing my mind. We were able to do that in less than two days. So this runs until June 26th, which is a Friday. So June 26, 2020 is when this is over, midnight Pacific time. Get your entries in before then, and you will be eligible to win the prize. So thank you so much for everyone who's donated. Thank you for listening to this longer than normal intro. There's a lot to go over. I apologize. But man, we're really cooking. So hopefully we can raise even more for these great organizations that are doing some really important work in the city of Minneapolis. And yeah, I think that's all the details. If you have any questions that I didn't quite cover, 
go to pedalraffle.com. That's where all of the info is. Pedalraffle.com has all the info, details on all the prizes, uh, the links to the organizations, everything you need. And yes, this is open internationally. We will ask that if an international winner is who ends up with this awesome set of stuff, that you cover the shipping, any fees associated with getting it into your country, import duties, etc. Anything like that, we're going to have to ask you to cover that since everyone has already kind of put in a lot of energy and time into just getting this prize pack together in the first place. So, yeah, this is open internationally, though. Thank you all so much. Uh, let's get into this episode with Mr. Devon Whitaker. He's one of my favorite people to talk to. We go deep on this episode. We don't do a lot of gear talking, which, as you can imagine, is a little bit difficult to do during these times. But I think we touch on some subjects that you'll find very pertinent to what's going on. And maybe, I don't know, we're just kind of expressing our feelings and just, I don't know, we're just talking. He's an awesome guy to talk to. He has an amazing channel for gear demos on Instagram, Devin Blue Whitaker. He talks about all that stuff. He's also been on this show before, so if you go back and listen to his first episode, if you want a little more information about him and how he got started and what he does, this is really just him and I having a conversation, and I think you guys are going to really enjoy it. So thanks for bearing with me on this intro. I will uh, shut up and then not shut up at the same time. So enjoy this episode with Devon Whitaker. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Tone Mob Podcast, the show about guitars and stuff sometimes. <laughs> I'm here with, with my friend Devin Whitaker, and we're just going to roll and see what happens because he's one of my favorite people to talk to. What's going on, dude? You know, not much, not much. I mean, it's it, it's a crazy time, to say the least, so... You know, um, but, uh, you know, interesting things are happening all around. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I feel like this is going to be one of those times that we're talking to our grandchildren about, <laughs> like, or they're asking us about or something like what well, happened in 2020. I was like, well, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything happened in 2020. <laughs> I, I know, and 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 all at once. Um, it's you know, and I I think though, times like this is it's most important. I think for artists in particular, you know, musicians, and and really, you know, artists of all mediums, mm -hmm. to be able to use to extrapolate what's happening from from society and kind of infuse it. Um, into your art, you know, and I think that ultimately, like those are the best and most truest time capsules that that exist. Because you know, as time kind of goes on, you know, these stories will will change. But you know, music, you know, like those things, you know, in most instances, they they last forever. I mean, when we look back, you know, historically speaking. Um, you know, when you were looking back at like the civil rights movement and things like that, and you listen to the music that kind of comes from that time. And a lot of instances, it tells a completely different story than what we learn 
uh, in, in school. Um, but because this is a song and it's nice and it's catchy, it gets a free pass. Um, but I think when education and things like that are subject to be changed, um, I think that music and arts by their very nature won't. And I think that they probably, um, I think that those are the things that, that kind of last longer. So, you know, for all of us artists out there, because I imagine everyone who listens to this at, at some capacity, uh, if not all, is, 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 is an artist. So it's really important um, to, in light of these things, these changes, and even a lot of the heartbreaking things that we're kind of feeling, and, you know, it's, it's, it's imperative to create, you know, um, continually, you know. Yeah, I think it captures more than just like what's happening. You know what I mean? It captures what we're feeling in a way that is kind of impossible otherwise. Like it's hard to, you know, read a factual history book and really get a sense for what the air is. Uh, and it doesn't seem to matter who I talk to in any part of this country. It's we all have this this feeling right now of <laughs> like <laughs> like like a certain amount of like I don't know other no other any other way to vocalize it like literally everyone I talk to is just like it's like how you doing man and they're like Ugh. <laughs> it's like and we all know we all know what that means <laughs> yeah and i mean you know it's and it's always important to um it it took me a while to uh reaffirm in myself like the the level of motivation that it that that creating um things require you know like mm -hmm. you know with just because uh, the the overall landscape of of the world and i mean this country in particular is as is changing and it's really hard to kind of find a voice in all of that amongst like you know the change, you know, for me, for a very long time there during all of this stuff, the social distancing and the protests and things like that, it felt kind of, uh, it felt for me, um, silly to kind of be talking about wanting to talk about pedals and, and guitars and strings and, and you know, and all of the things that we, um, normally kind of talk talk about mm -hmm. um and it so it, it felt kind of like it paled in comparison but at the same time though you know it, it took me a minute to realize that like you know amongst the discussions about you know the covid and about race and things like that it, it is equally important to have other conversations too because you know maturation requires motion in order for all things to, to move to greater echelons it requires um thought conversation you know like i mean it's just um yeah i i mean you have to keep creating even if you don't feel like it even if your heart's not in it you know uh because while the landscape around us changes we have to adapt to it you know, as creators, you know, um, mm -hmm. otherwise, you know, we'll, we'll kind of be left behind. So yeah, it's this, this thing 
2020 is uh, wearing on a lot of people. So when you said that, like, you know, you talk to people about it and they're like, Ugh, and I, I think that that appropriately articulates the uh, the mood. But at the same time, though, you know, like um, change has never come um, and it, it, it's never actually happened, you know, in, in a lovely way. You know, it's, it's right. never happened. It's, you know, like, I mean, even, even, even the, um, plants need to grow. So it's just, it's, it's kind of part of the process growing pains. I say, yeah, that, that is true. There's, there isn't any change that any meaningful change that really comes easily. You know, it's whether you're talking about social changes or just personal changes, you know, you have to put effort into it. If you want to get in better shape, you know, it takes a lot of work. You're not just going to decide to be in better shape. You got to put the work in. And I think that applies with everything. It especially applies with music. Like oh, if yeah. you want to be a better player, you got to be a, you got to put the time and the hours in. If you want to know more about your gear, you have to put the time in the, any kind of change requires effort. And when you're talking about like massive societal shifts, it's going to take some grinding like uh, on everyone's part, not just the, Im right. the directly impacted people's part. It's going to take some some work on everyone's part, whether they like it or not. It's just kind of what it is. And it's hard to it's hard because we've been so complacent and comfortable for so long. That's that's right. you know or a lot of us have anyway not everyone has which is why this is this stuff is happening well yeah but you know the more the more awareness is kind of brought out um the the better we will all be um for for it and <clears throat> you know like you said as you know as musicians in particular like i think we are well equipped to understand the the process in which it takes to to start from nothing and then uh you know move into like great skill levels you know i i remember when i first started learning to play guitar and i remember you my hands hurting fingers hurting but the desire to to play and to be proficient at it exceeded any amount of pain that I had or any amount of discomfort that I had. And, um, you know, it's, and it seems silly amongst all of the things that are happening right now to be talking about, you know, music and guitar pedals. But like, I think that like, even in there, there is small traces of what it actually takes to, to, get this ball moving, you know, and, and you have to ask yourself, you know, are, is it, is, are, are you Sisyphus pushing this thing up and never getting anywhere? Or are we Atlas and you're holding the world on your back? But I would say, um, again, you know, music and arts right now, it's, it's paramount. So like, uh, yeah, you know, like keep plugging away, keep, Keep playing, keep trying out guitar pedals, see which one works, find your tone. It's 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 weird how like within all of us there is the capacity to be a great musician. Like, I mean, we've all spent so many hours at this thing. And you compare when you compare yourself to the savants or the, the musicians that the that 
we all consider to be the great musicians. Like, what is it that really separates us from them? And that's the the desire and the motivation to kind of just continue on. Perseverance is probably one of the most important things. So if you can find motivation from a guitar pedal, if you can find motivation from a guitar, set of strings, cables, whatever it is, if that's where motivation, if that's the thing that sparks motivation in you, then lean on that heavily you know mm-hmm. like it's not so <clears throat> it's weird it's not just guitar pedals and guitars and things like that these small things are 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 essential to just lighting you know the um the the flames of um inspiration so um <clears throat> you know it, it's it's crazy like but but even then that speaks that says that we all have it within us we all have the ability to create something meaningful it's just sometimes like um, amongst all of the craziness in the world we need to find the motivation um or the inspiration to 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 create this thing and i think it it can come from gear and things like that we've seen like if i think we talked last probably around last year um, and it's a, it's an interesting thing to see how like, uh, a, a community, you know, can kind of become like its own ecosystem, you know, like the music community and the gear enthusiasts and things like that. We're at an interesting time where like those gear enthusiasts, uh, are, are shaping the landscape of what's even happening musically. You're starting to see playlists be created that are related to exclusively to pedals <laughs> and <Right. laughs> playlist and on Spotify and things like that, and albums that are coming out um, for Instagram-based artists and, and and things like that. So it's it's a really interesting time to be um, an artist, regardless to what your level is. Participation is key and succeeding in this thing. And I I think that, you know, success can happen for all of us. The, the, the reach and the scale in which it happens may vary, but, um, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just an interesting time. Yeah. You mentioned something a couple times that I, that I've definitely felt, which is that like, man, it's like, do I really want to talk about this guitar pedal right now? Do I really want to talk about (laughs) this piece of gear right now? And, you know, like sometimes the answer for me has been like, no, I don't, I don't really want to, like, it seems trivial and not important. And in the grand scheme of things, you know, what my thoughts on this particular tremolo pedal or whatever are not all that important, but at the same time, they're not any less important than they were six months ago. And six months ago, I wouldn't have questioned, you know, whether I should post or talk about it or not. And so it's kind of a weird, weird feeling to be like, oh, I shouldn't talk about this right now. And then it's like, but I don't know. There are people who are very sensitive to what's going on and and very caring about what's going on who also might want to have some information about a new tremolo pedal. <laughs> like it, <laughs> not everyone is just, you know, black and white, you know, for lack of a better term, like everyone's like, you know, you're still watching some Netflix. You're still like 
listening to music. You're still absorbing other sources other than just current events. You know, everyone is on some level. Um, and so those things need to exist. I mean, for instance, people clicked on this podcast and are listening to it right now. Somebody's listening to this and, you know, it's <laughs> occupying some brain space for them in a capacity that they need it to. So I guess at the same time, we just we kind of have to keep doing, you know, on a creative level, we kind of have to keep doing what we do. It feels unimportant right. at times, but it's it's important to somebody. <laughs> I don't know who. No, but it's important. It, to no, it, it it really it really is, and it's um it's a hard thing as a content creator or or as an artist uh to know the appropriate recipe. You know, like to, to everything requires balance. You know, you want to as a as a as a content creator as an artist, you 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 want to be able to be a human and voice your opinion on the matter. But at the same time, it's like you have to kind of realize that like you have an obligation to your patrons as well, the people who have who who were there and stuck with you. And you know, maybe maybe sometimes like. Sometimes situations need a distraction sometimes. So it's, it's hard to, to, to relegate and figure out like the appropriate balance for that, like when to be a good distraction and then when to use your platform as a, as a vehicle to, to speak. And, um, you know, like for me on any of my channels, you know, I made a small, a, a small point I, I posted a few things and then I saw my, my followers drop dramatically and I, um, and that's fine. And that's, that's totally fine. Um, and then from then on, I, I, I'm like, for me, the balance was, okay, I did this thing and anything else I do for any of these causes, they're things that I'm going to do. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to advertise what they are, or how frequently are my perspectives beyond this thing on this channel. Um, and, but at the same time, if anyone wants to talk to me about them or have uh, voice their opinions on the matter, I'm always, always um, open to having those discussions. And I know right now we're kind of being vague and ambiguous about things, but I imagine people are smart enough to kind of understand. But um, it's... Uh, all things require balance. And even though it's just a, you know, tremolo pedal and things like that, like having those discussions in light of what's happening right now is part of the adding to what the landscape will be once we get beyond all of this, because these things, we still want to talk about them. We still need to talk about these things. They're guitar pedals, but at the same time, yeah, like I said earlier, they're more than that, you know, like they can be the spark that lights, you know, that, that inspiration in someone, you know, or maybe us talking about this thing is the distraction that they probably needed because life is hard and it's, it's heavy. It's so heavy all the time. And sometimes we just, as, as people, we just, we just want to break from it, you know? So it's, <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's good that, you know, as creators and artists, we get to be that break for people. Um, but at the same time, it's important for people to realize that we ourselves are people as well. So, um, yeah, again, balance. Balance is key. Yeah, it's, it's, a, 
it's a such a weird time. Like we, you know, and I'm doing these podcasts. Sometimes it's like, you know, I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Like most of the time it's like, okay, like, especially if it's somebody that I've never talked to, it's actually a little bit easier. It's like, okay, like tell me your story. Like tell me about your rig. Tell me about this, that, and the other thing. And, and it's a little easier to kind of be on, on topic with the the general nature of the show. But when it's like people that have been on multiple times or people that I've talked to a lot, or like yourself, you know, you've been on before and we've met and talked and chatted, you know, not as much as I'd like to admittedly, but, uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of a, it, the show takes a different turn because it, it dynamically, well, Mike can't even talk right now. Uh, it kind of has to, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of has to shift because of the nature of the relationship I have with somebody. It makes it a kind of a different, a different, uh, podcast altogether and what's interesting about podcasts is you know this conversation that we're having right now isn't really like dramatically different from the one we had on the phone the other day <laughs> like, right, right 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 it, it gets like right. they're all conversations they're just they're just it's just talking i do very little editing on this podcast uh well actually i don't do any editing because my man nick takes care of that <laughs> thanks nick you rule so hard um, but, um, it's, a, it's just such a, it's such a weird thing. Like some people have called it an art form. I don't know if it's an art form. It feels just like a conversation to me. It's a, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what these podcasts do in the landscape of music and, and other things. I know that people obviously keep downloading them. So it's, uh, right. it's doing something for somebody, but it's, it's weird to imagine that like, what is a glorified phone call for all intents and purposes has an impact in, in some way, shape or form. It's kind of strange to even think about. Well, I think that the reason why like, um, podcasts and things like that, um, are kind of adding to like what's shaping the nation. Cause I mean, what's happening too with Joe Rogan, like signing a deal uh, for Spotify exclusively, you know, <clears throat> there's, I think the reason why podcasts at, at, at large are doing so well is because it, it affords different perspectives to have a conversation in the sense that, and just have a conversation without arguing perspective, you know, cause more often than not, like, um, you never know, um, you know, if we were talking about something, um, of complete significance, you know what I'm saying? Because we, um, have, um, because we we've established a relationship, a rapport, we can speak to each other on opposite, on, on opposing perspectives and not trample on the other person and not fight. And people who have either been on the fence about one perspective or the other or sided exclusively with you or, or me, like they're afforded the opportunity to just listen to people talk about these things and maybe even kind of like give them a little bit of like insight into an, a, another perspective that they didn't see without all of the um, the muddiness. Because what's happening right now with like social media or what's always happened is instead of people having conversations like this, we 
argue over perspectives and, and, and the problems with a lot of these situational um, strifes or cultural inequities or, or otherwise, they're, they're these problems that are these paradoxes, I would say, that are introduced into a situation and they have multiple perspectives with no clear solution. So instead of us working on what a solution is or what the solution is or what we believe it to be or what we want it to be, we argue over our perspective. And the, the problem with this is all perspectives are true. You know, like, so I, I don't know, conversations like this, conversations um, are, are probably what's most necessary, more so than debates, because right now that's what that's, everything on a social media platform, when it comes to varying perspectives, it's always a debate. It's, it's not a conversation. Sometimes they, they come in masqueraded as a conversation, but make no mistake, it's a, it's a debate. And, um, it's, it's impossible to walk away from those situations and really like have a, a greater understanding of opposing perspectives. So, you know, I think that it's really important what you said there, that like a lot of these quote unquote conversations that you hear are, they're completely masquerading. They're a debate. They're, they're a chance to argue. Whereas like, what, like I intentionally reached out to you to be, to be like, I, here's my perspective. Tell me yours. And then when, when we really got down to it and you were like, that's the thing, what you just mentioned earlier is that all perspectives are true to the observer. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's right. Like that's, that is their truth. You know what I mean? That that's that's what they have observed, and that is what has formed their opinion on it. We need to give people the chance to view things through a different lens in order to change perspectives. And I think that's oh, yeah. what what reasonable chats end up being. And I don't mean like a long Facebook post uh, bringing up a bunch of statistics, <laughs> an essay. Oh, God, yeah, I hate it, those. I hate <laughs> those. Oh my God. If you can't say it in three lines, like just, I'm not going to read any more than that. I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. It, 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 I, I can if it's interesting, but like most of the time it's, it's not. Um, no. So. <laughs> It's it's but usually it, it's usually and it's usually an instance for a person to use like a, to create a soapbox and spew out narratives and things that they've read that supports their perspective. It's 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 impossible. I was talking. I forget who it was. I was talking to another musician friend of mine, um, and he was saying he was saying to me he's he's actually a mentor of mine. Um, <clears throat> he was telling me that. He said on Facebook and on social media, when people are like, you know, presenting their perspectives, it always ends up in a fight. He says, but I guarantee you, if I had the capacity to pick up a phone and call this person whose uh, narrative is completely different than my own, I guarantee you the conversation would be different. And it's because we're talking. And, and I think that social media and things like that afford us a, a, a veil, a mask, you know, so to speak, you know, so that we don't have to necessarily be ourselves. Before all of this music thing kind of happened for me, 
I was working in a call center. And before working in a call center, a call center, I worked at a, I worked at a bank. I was a senior loan officer at a bank, and every day, people would sit at my desk, and they were always so kind and so friendly because person to person. Um, but then I moved to a call center because I wanted to focus on music more, and the hours for the call center was just perfect for a musician's life, and people every other person who called in was uh indignant just mean and yelling and angry about everything and it you would take a hundred calls like that in a day's time and you would imagine you would think that after dealing with that 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 is the reflection of of americans but it's not it's just that because they don't have to be seen or can't you can't see them and they don't have to know you beyond this call like they can do anything they want they can say anything they want but like you know when the real person to person interactions actually come through then i i think that um people can be a little bit more kind and less disgenuous yeah there's a tendency on social media too to be like anyone who xyz supports xyz is xyz type of person and, you know, down to the the point where, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever met Robert Keeley, but he's an amazing man. Uh, he's mm-hmm. a sweetheart. And anybody who's ever met him or listened to a podcast with him, he's been on twice, folks. You can go check those out if you want. Uh, he's he's an awesome <laughs> guy. Uh, and yet yet he's not immune to people on Reddit scrolling through his entire Facebook history, which he's been on Facebook for who knows how long and nitpicking anything that he's ever liked. Like, you know what I mean? Like things just come across sometimes and like, you might not even know where they come from. Maybe they come from a really bad organization, but it's like, Hey, this is a funny video and you've never heard of this organization before, but you throw it a like, cause it's like, that was a funny comment or thing. Like, and they were just nitpicking everything that he'd ever liked on Facebook and like equating him with some sort of bigot. And it was like, that's not right. That's not who Rob is. Do you know Rob? Like, no, you don't. You're just guessing by the fact that he liked something that the president said one time. He's a pretty mm. left wing, like liberal dude who loves everybody. <laughs> like, right it's it's kind of it's weird that you can define a person in that way or to attempt to define a person in that way. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's okay. I don't know why anyone would I don't know why a reasonable person would do that. I guess. It's it's very strange to me. Well, I mean <clears throat> since since the since the dawn of time that's kind of like i mean that's probably one of the greatest follies of humanity is like the the need to 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 identify um you know people to to stereotype people um and i've been a victim of that my entire life my entire 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 life so it it's never felt as because I've always been, you know, more or less the victim of stereotypes and things like that, I I try not to, for myself, I try not to s- s- think that 
a series of a set behaviors or likes or things that happen on social media or whatever really is the deciding factor in who this who this person is. And I know the reason we do it, we do it because in most instances, like those those stereotypes or those narratives or those set of practices generally generally do equate, you know, said outcome. They generally do. But it's really important that people realize that, like, this isn't a mathematical situation to where this plus this always inevitably uh, equals this, you know? Like, when it comes to people and behaviors, um, it's it's quite complicated before becoming a full-fledged musician and, and thank goodness thank god that like I don't, I don't have to work a day job i just do music and stuff and video stuff but before all of this i was going to school to be a psychologist and you you start learning how the mind works and a lot of things that we see in in the material the material world for for lack of better and people's responses and things that they do it means something different for most people in their mind in their in their brain you know um and, and with social media we haven't really quite figured out what the psychology is what a like means definitively for this thing you know uh, it, in most instances it doesn't always mean that like i like this and i support this sometimes it just means i acknowledge this Sometimes it means that I've seen this. Sometimes it means that, like, they are probably just, like, um, going down their feet and just liking things. You know, who knows? Right. <laughs> um, you know, so who knows what that means or what that looks like? We just, we have not properly identified the psychology of, like, social media and how it, how it plays out. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's 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 a wrong, it's definitely a wrong thing to do we shouldn't be like judging people someone on my social media on on facebook um posted a link and it said uh, unfollow all of these people and you click on the link and what it did is it showed me all of the people who are on my friends and follower list who were trump supporters and it said to unfollow these people and um, it was interesting for me to kind of go down this list and see the people who, who were Trump supporters and things of that nature. And, um, it, you know, and I had to, uh, you know, it, but the idea that like all of these people are, are bad, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, I don't, I don't like, I try not to do that though. I, I, I try to live my life based off of the experience in which I've had with these people. Um, I, that's the most important thing. I, we shouldn't be judging. We shouldn't be judging people. Uh, it just puts us all in a, um, puts us all in a, we all miss out. Yeah. Well, isn't that I didn't like know that about Keely though? I didn't know that about uh, Keely. Right, well, people. Were, well, I don't um, think he. I'm not trying to like say that he is a you know is a Trump supporter because I actually don't think that he is. But it was just like the fact that people were nitpicking everything. You know, I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know his political views. I really don't know. But he's in general, I know him to be, you know, a pretty left wing person in general. 
So I I just found it weird that so many people were analyzing him so critically without really knowing the man. And I thought I just found that to be extremely bizarre. Um, You know, ask Rob what his own political leanings are. Don't listen to me. I don't know what they are. I just know that people were being very unfair to him in my in my estimation. And uh, I don't I don't know. It's like, a you know, what do they say? Only Sith Siths deal in absolutes. <laughs> Isn't that how that works? <laughs> oh, but man. in a weird way, like like it's it's kind of a, a different version of the judgment that you have told me that you've experienced. It's like the same thing, but just a different a different method. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. It's you know, and and in, uh, in a lot of ways, it it, it really is. It's um, <clears throat> there, there there's a harshness to being kind of to, to being judged, you know, based off of a series of 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 events or a series of just I don't know observations versus you know like actually knowing someone, and I think that kind of goes back to why like back to what we were saying because all of this is stemming from like you know us talking about conversations versus debates and um when you marginalize a person based off of a set of practices or likes or things like that we're really limiting ourselves to what we can learn from this person because there's nothing to learn from them we've already labeled them we know who you are next but um, we, we miss out on uh, experiences, and information and knowledge and perspectives that ultimately is necessary for us to, to grow. You know, once you find out who they are and you know everything there is to know about them, you've had the conversation with them, then in that instance, if you if you can't find common ground. Yeah. Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just don't don't. Don't do it prematurely because we all yeah. miss out. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely is a time to just to swipe away <laughs> in literally yeah. like either on the screen or in real life. There's sometimes there's people you just don't click with and that's okay. Like it's fine to not click with somebody. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, you're right. The premature nature of it is kind of what's it's weird. It's weird. But like I, I'm learning more about you all the time. Now I'm understanding that like you studied psychology a little bit. I have not studied psychology at all. I'm a moron. I don't know anything <laughs> about anything other than just like my my observations of the world. And it's it's growing. Like it's it's growing. But like, it, it, have you like have you saw any studies or? Uh, like relating to like music in the brain. I've like seen some surface level stuff, but did you get into any details of that in your, in your studies? <clears throat> you know, I, I, I didn't. Interestingly enough, um, when I took my first music class in, in college, you know, it, I took it um, because I dropped a, another arts class. Um, and I was in college under the, the guys that I was there to get my degree in psychology. And that's what I was going to do. I needed an arts class and I got into one and I did not like it. It was necessary for transferring. And I didn't like the class. I was two weeks in. There was just no way 
I was going to just, I, I wasn't going to make it in this class. So I dropped the class. The only class that would take me two weeks into the semester was a guitar class. And I had never had any intention or desire to play music. Um, I just, I didn't. It, it, it was never in my home really at that capacity. Um, but I took the, I went to the teacher and he said, Hey, if you can be here tomorrow with a guitar, um, yeah, you can get in the class. And, uh, you know, and that ultimately changed, changed, changed my life. And that's what, for the first time in my life, I, I had wanted something for myself. You know, I, I was only doing, going to school for psychology because, um, friends and family were always like, oh, you're so insightful and you, you have a real way with people and you understand people and you should do this, you should do that. But it was never anything that I had the desire to do. It was just something that I had the ability to do. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyways, to, so to answer your question, once I became a musician, <clears throat> I, I kind of, anything I pick up regarding psychology now is just things that I'm interested in learning. I haven't actually looked into like what music actually does um, for the brain, so to speak, just same as you, just surface level stuff. But like, I mean, I can honestly say that like, you know, it's... Um, I don't understand how people don't believe that magic doesn't exist in the world anymore when, when music is here. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, I remember the first time I learned to play uh, my first song on guitar. And you take, you go from nothing, no sound, dead in the room, and you have this piece of wood with some strings and you strum it and and music and and it invokes every emotion that you feel it can and and it speaks to everyone you know it's just therein lies you know magic so i've never looked into it i don't want to i've always been of the mind that the more the less i know about certain things uh the better just because it it ruins the magic on it my um my uh, my best friend's mother makes these snickerdoodle cookies for me twice a year and has been doing it religiously. And she told me, she says, one day I'm not going to be around to make these cookies for you. So let me give you the recipe. And I said, no, 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 no. I don't ever want to know what's in them, even though you know, the rational part of my mind can kind of figure it out. But like, I think as I think as creators, you know, musicians, artists, and certain things we have to kind of surrender to, to the unknown, you know, like not label everything. Not everything doesn't need to be, you know, labeled and, and, and we don't need to stereotype everything. We don't have to know everything about this thing. Not everything requires an equation. Some things just are, and I can be satiated with that. I don't know. Embracing the mystery of the snickerdoodle. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. You know, there are, you're right though. There are some things that's like, you know, it's nice to think about, but like, you know what? This is kind of unrelated, but 
I just found out recently that there is all this. Um, well, are you familiar with Crater Lake here in Oregon? Have you heard of that place? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, it's an extremely deep, gorgeous, beautiful lake, and there I I've been to it, and I thought it was cool, and I was like, "This is a sweet lake. Look how beautiful it is." But I what I didn't know is there's all this mystery that surrounds it, like a ton of unexplained things, and. Uh, uh, there's a certain thing that, that people experience there, not just there, but, but in other places too, called the call of the void. And it's that thing. This is not something that I've ever experienced, but my, my wife has expressed this to me many times and I'm just like, I don't get it. But then I, as soon as she gets done explaining this to me, I hear this podcast about it and I'm just like, okay, this is a thing. But like the call of the void is a sensation that people get when they're like standing on the edge of something. And they're like, maybe I should jump. Maybe I, like your rational part of your brain knows that you shouldn't like because you're going right. to die. But like there's there's this weird <laughs> thing that people have that like they're like, maybe I should go. And like I said, I've I've never experienced that. I, you know, one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life was go to the cliffs of Moore in Ireland and then peek over the edge Uh I didn't have any urge whatsoever to jump, but some people apparently mm-hmm. do. <laughs> it's weird. And then at Crater Lake, there's a the, apparently like there's people who have just walked into the lake and just walked in there. And it's like, uh, why did they do that? They're perfectly rational, normal people. And they just walked into it. Anyway, I'm just saying like the mystery that surrounds all that stuff is kind of like, I almost don't want to know, but there's something there. There's, there's something there. It's interesting to look at from, from like, it's like, I'm like, if that's a real thing, then like, it's kind of scary. So maybe it's better not to know. I'm not equating this to snickerdoodles. I'm just saying, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that like not wanting to know something sometimes makes it more interesting. I guess. I assure you the significance between Crater Lake and Snickerdoodles, like it's 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 fast. Snickerdoodles is that's important to me. Um, <laughs> Snickerdoodles I, are important. Let's be honest. I, they they are. They're so good. Um, but I, I I think though uh, again as as artists and creators, um, it's important to have a little bit of mystery in your life, in the formula, you know, a little bit of the unknown, because what, what happens with that is, is that initiates imagination, you know, like now you have to, um, and that is a great exercise in creating is, is imagining something, imagining the outcoming, imagining like the component, imagining what actually is behind the crater lake thing or the mm-hmm. notorious snickerdoodle. You know, it's like just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we have to, as a, as a society, we are over inundated with stimuli, with definitive things. And I think that's the reason why nowadays people are making the, the level of assertions that they're making, like saying that this guy is like this, this is like it, it, without we we're losing the capacity to to imagine another outcome to, to 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 really fill in the blanks ourselves you know like for for ourselves um <clears throat> so it's it's really important i think part of the reason why <clears throat> excuse me i'm I, I do as well as i do is because 
I allow for a, a certain amount of mistake um, in, 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 in everything, you know, like um, even with regard to like the blue gloves and, and, and what little bit of anonymity that exists that I have, um, I, I believe I'm a firm believer in more mystery less history. There are some things that we do need to get to the bottom of. There are some things that we have to be informed of, but there are some things as artists. And that's the other thing. That's the biggest thing. There is a huge difference in, in, in the way that an artist perceives the world versus the way that like, you know, um, a patron of the arts perceives the world, you know, and it's, it's so important. It's so important to really know that as an artist, we have a responsibility. We, we do have a certain responsibility. And I know it sounds silly, but like imagination is key because when it dies, we will lose the ability to really create anything. When you really think about like making a song, writing a song, you know, every chord progression has been used. Every scale has been used. Every, every, BPM has been used, time interval, they've all been used before, but you have the capacity to create something that has not been heard in light of everything that has been known. And that only comes by way of like the, the unknown, imagination, bringing to life something that has never existed before um, in, in a meaningful way. So I, I, I urge all musicians and artists out there to like, you know, surrender to, to the unknown a little bit, not, not completely, but find something in your life that you love and appreciate. And like, don't just, I don't know, just allow it to allow it to exist without interpretation. That's a, that's a, that's a really interesting viewpoint that you said that artists view things differently than a patron of the arts do. And Right. I, I it took me a long time to even consider myself an artist on any level. When I then I realized I mean, I don't necessarily consider this podcast an art form. Like I said, I just kind of consider it a, a conversation. But realizing that that when I'm making content and like when I've wrote songs, like, oh no, you you have created art. I never viewed myself as an artist until like people have pointed that out to me multiple times. Like, well, you, you helped write an album, you know, you've, you've wrote and created things that didn't exist. And it's like, you are an artist in some capacity. And like you said, I think almost everyone that listens to this podcast probably is as well. And it's important to recognize that, that you are, you know, if it almost feels like you don't belong, if you're not like, if that's not your thing that you're doing all the time, you feel kind of like, I don't know, like not an artist for some reason, but that's not true. Right, right. It's, 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 and I mean, the, the levels of, the levels of a person's dedication to any art, like that may vary, you know? So at the very entry level, you've got the, you've got the novice, the novice, and somewhere in the middle is the hobbyists and, and things of that nature. But even still, like regardless of the dedication, that you you put into this you are an artist i mean you have to really think about it like that because like even a beginner has the capacity to just make something from nothing 
nothing. Like we don't really think about it. And as musicians, we take it for granted. The ability to pick up a guitar and play or play piano to sing beautifully. We take that for granted without realizing that that is coming from the unknown. Like the ability to be in a room with a drummer and both of you to know where the one count is. That's so like you just know to expect that the one is going to be here. You know, that's I, I don't know, man, that's that's magic in and of itself. And I, I think that as an artist, <clears throat> you know, re- again, re- regardless of like your level of dedication, you know, you you have the responsibility to kind of keep creating, you know, and to keep, you know, believing in the unknown or surrendering to it, but to not label anything, to not make certain judgments, you know, like unless you've experienced them, you know, then it's just, we can't be, we can't allow ourselves to fall into the same trap as, as, as the rest of society. You know, it's, it's important for us to, to stay true to this medium because if while the landscape changes in the world, we've talked about this, you know, we've brought it up earlier while the landscape of the world moves and shifts, it's important to interject art and the unknown and imagination into it. Because if it shifts and we say nothing, if we do nothing, if we create nothing, then It'll be gone. It'll be gone. It's, I I can't think of anything more important. Uh, So regardless of your level of like, you know, novice, hobbyist, professional musician, like, I mean, create. Because like, you were born to create, you know, like not everyone can do it. Not everyone can do it. Two men can sit in a room. Men, women can sit in a room and be given a music instrument and said, someone says to them, hey, figure it out. Right. (laughs) Right. And one of them will succeed and the others will go away. But the circumstances are the exact same for all of them. Um, They all have access to the same thing, but one of them will have the capacity from nowhere to, to create something. And that does not come from necessarily nowhere. Like, I mean, it's just, I, I, I don't think that anything, especially now, nothing is more important than to continue creating to amongst all of the hurt and the turmoil and the, the unknown that, that, that's shaping the world now. It's like, create create because not everyone can do it um you know that, that's an important that's an important point like we <clears throat> we kind of take for granted sometimes the fact that we know how to strum a power chord yeah. most people don't most people no. don't know how to do that no, <laughs> like, no they don't oh. it's it's hard to, it's, you know, in this community around the gear and stuff, this is like the deep nerdy level of musician, you know, in some ways. And we all know how to play a G chord. We all know how to like do certain things for the most part. But we'll, we we totally take for granted the fact that like we, we've gotten to this level and 99% of the population will never get there. 
Oh, so, no, like, no. Regardless <laughs> of even having the desire to do so. Like, I mean, I've seen people who, who've wanted to be a musician, like just wanted it, wanted it so bad. And they, they bought all of the gear and they just lacked that something, you know, and I, I've seen it countless times. And therein lies the, the you know, from the great void. Like it, it, it shows that like you are special. You know, you are different. And because we are, we ourselves are all in this fraternity, you know, we don't see it, but we failed to realize that like, we are in a lot of ways apart from the rest of the world. We're apart from, from the rest of the world, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't know, man, it's just, I think about it and like, it's, it's sometimes the only thing that motivates me to get up and create, especially with everything that's happening, you know, like it, it's just, it's, you were given this gift, regardless of what you believe, you know, um, regardless of what you were, you, you were taught, you were given this gift, the capacity to, to generate sound from nothing to vibrate the air in a pleasing way. You can do that and others can't. And it's like, as musicians, we, we artists, whatever, whatever, whatever platform in which you create, <clears throat> it's important to just keep doing that. And, and also too, to realize that like how special, you know, you are by virtue of that thing. You know, it's, yeah, we, it's weird, <clears throat> you know, like to see how this <clears throat> thing kind of started with just, um, music gear and stuff like that, going to, to NAM and seeing music gear and stuff and stuff like that. Like being a patron of like just simple stomp boxes and things like that has changed my life dramatically, dramatically. I mean, I got my first guitar pedal it was a uh, bat monkey by digitech it was the first pedal that i had ever bought and and then their reverb and i still have them today and when i st when i started making videos on instagram it was for the prospect of being seen and being heard to kind of get my name out there to get my music out there i would have never guessed in a billion trillion years that like it would lead to everything else that has happened in my in my life simple stomp boxes simple just you know and now i do these demo things and that's fun that's great and then the better i got at doing demo things i started realizing i can do this for for other things i can make video for other things so i've got so i do video for fox and i am a session guitarist and i'm also getting my own music out there and it's just the smallest things the smallest things can can be the 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 seed necessary to 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 just bloom a beautiful forest just one thing so going back to what we said earlier like even the small things the things that you know the rest of the world would consider to be trivial they're important um even a grain of sand, a single grain of sand on a road can detour a vehicle, like by, you know, micro centimeters and then mm -hmm. in miles over, over time. So it's just 
there is everything is significant. So I don't know. At least that's what I think. So well, you said a lot of things there that I really liked. <laughs> that were I'm the one thing I'm going to take with me and probably repeat many, many times throughout my life is vibrating the air in a pleasing way. That's what we do, man. I love that so much. That is so good. I love that. That is amazing. These are the re- this is those kind of things are the reason I love talking to you so much. It's like I always come away with nuggets that I never would have never would have produced by myself. You said so many things there that I really that really resonated with me. That was that was a nice a nice batch of well air vibrations i suppose yeah 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 i I got you i got you man that was great (laughs) but uh you know we have done almost an hour and it's it felt like it felt like five minutes man i love it this is great Mm man thank you so much for coming on um we should probably so for for anyone who maybe you know because there's new listeners that find this show all the time. Uh, go back mm-hmm. and check out his previous episode, which is what do you say? Yeah, probably a year ago. You hit the you yeah. hit the search box on the on the website. You you can scroll back and find it. You'll get more yeah. info about his story and what he does. That's why we didn't dive into any of that because we've already dove into it before. So yeah, we went through big picture stuff this time. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing we do need to talk about before the show's over how's your stance on on pizza is it still the same you know it's a pizza is i can't tell you like i just the love i have for i you know honestly and i think i said this last time like i could be sick and and vomiting and i would if pizza was put in front of me i would still be like well okay maybe just once (laughs) Lice. I have a problem with pizza, man. I have a problem. It's it's okay. Uh, we all, do. you know, we. <laughs> you're not alone in this. You see, uh, it's like the perfect calorie, de- you know, delivering device. I, we, we have another thing in common though that I don't think we talked about last time. And I know we got to wrap this up here real quick, but. We both have another thing that we love and I don't talk about enough, and that is tacos. Mm. <laughs> Preach. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you ever make it up to this neck of the woods, I got I have got to take you to this local Mexican restaurant. It is like a couple miles from me. It's owned by the this Mexican family who I've been eating here since I was like, 12 and i'm telling you this chorizo is off the charts it is insane mm. i've never had chorizo like this anywhere else it's crazy i gotta take you oh man yeah dude i'm down for it. i'm a taco loving pizza loving guy. you know if there was a war between like the pizza enthusiasts and the taco enthusiasts i don't know i, I don't know what i would do i don't i Oh, just, that will that will never happen. Those two communities are too intertwined. They're too intertwined. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I don't want to have to fight someone over this. 
We we're not this? going to. I won't let it happen. <laughs> I, I will not let this happen. Peace. Yeah. Uh, I will, yeah. I, what I'll do is what you know. If that does happen, if there's a, there's a knockdown, drag out fight of sorts, this is how we solve uh-huh. it. You take a slice of New York pepperoni pizza over to the taco side, and you take <laughs> a wonderful traditional Mexican street taco over to the pizza side, and you just say, "Eat this," and there will be no more of war. It'll be over. It'll stop. I right know, then like, and there. men, women, and children will be tearing, just crying and just sobbing, and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> well, dude, uh, let's let uh, let everyone know where they can find you on the interwebs if they show well, so choose. Sure, sure, sure. So on Instagram, it's Devon Blue Whitaker. So D E V O N B L U E. Uh, W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R. And it's the same for um, uh, YouTube as well. Devon Blue Whitaker. Um, you can find me on either one of those places. Uh, so if anybody is a gear enthusiast or a musician or poetry or just a, a lover of the arts in general, you know, my door is always open for conversations. I've got insomnia, so you can message me anytime. We'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. Sounds good, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. For Devon, this is Blake. And as always, folks, good luck and good tones. Peace. All right, we did it. There's another one in the can. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I know it's a, a little off topics in some ways, not necessarily pedal focused or guitar focused or whatever, but you know, sometimes that's just the way these conversations go. And if you enjoyed this conversation, you can get more of it on Patreon because he hung out with me for a little bit longer. We chatted some stuff. We actually talked about guitar pedals, believe it or not. I know how strange, what a crazy concept, but, um, yeah, don't forget to check out the giveaway we're doing at pedalraffle.com. All the details. We're supporting some great organizations, and it's been really tremendous to see uh, the generosity that everyone's been showing so far with all of that stuff. Please, please check that out if you can. And if you can't, uh, please tell somebody about it. I understand it's not easy to come up with money for things during these crazy, crazy times. And it's uh, it's amazing that people have been able to do what they've been able to do. And so thank you for everyone that's participated. Thank you to all the brands, especially big shout out to Karen and Grant from Big Ear Pedals. They really did a lot of the heavy lifting to get this thing off the ground and uh, get the graphic done and and all that stuff. The website, they, they did a lot, a lot to get this to happen. So huge shout out to the Big Ear Pedals crew. Huge shout out to all the brands for kicking in and the gear uh, world in general for just being so supportive and up and uh, doing the best we can during these crazy times. And thank you for tuning in to this episode. Literally helps me keep the lights on with every single download. So thank you so much. I'll talk to you next week. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to tonemob.com stringjoy 
and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things. And by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is tonemob.com slash stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website, and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstory as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gun Street harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunStreetWiringShop.com and check them out.